Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Summer, summer, summer time! <laughs> oh, listener, it's summer! How you doing? I hope you took some time for yourself. I hope you're getting outside. I hope you're with friends. I hope I hope those of you that identify in the more dad way are grilling. I hope you're grilling. And I hope those of you who identify in the more mom way, maybe maybe while dad's grilling, you're making pie. <laughs> I know I'm a little bit of both of those things. So anyway, I hope you're having a good summer uh, so far. My God, I'm excited about the guests. Before I get into that, I'm going on tour, but I'm taking a big break with the tour dates before the theater tour to focus on my solo show. Um, Some of you have seen it. It's on the Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS to uh, support that and be able to watch my solo show over the summer and see how it grows and stuff like that. Um, I'm really excited about this. It's some of the more vulnerable work that I've done. And I know it feels like the most important thing I've worked on. So I'm really excited to share it with you. And thank you for supporting me, you little bottoms, your bottom support. You're my bottom support. Not sure what that means, but I like it. And then today, this week on the podcast, one of my favorite comedians, Jared Freed. He's huge. You know him from his stand-up. You know him from his Bachelor rants. He's been on the pod before. He was a fan favorite when he did it about two years ago. And he's back. And he talks about going on a solo vacation and trying to essentially get ass on a solo vacation. It's really, really funny. But then he's also sort of a dating advice expert. He does this on his podcast, um, J Train and You Up. Um, you should go check those out and go see him, him on tour as well. But we take your dating questions and we answer them. So this is a really special episode this week, a very interactive and a little bit of a change of pace. Okay. Thank you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for your bottom support. Listener, if you are the padded underwear of my life, I long to be your bra. I went to the south of France last summer, okay? Nice. It was the worst experience of my life. (laughs) If you're a straight man, a bra doesn't want you. There's no eat, pray, love for straight men. Here's the biggest thing that I got out of going to the south of France. I'm a big Wordle guy now. Um, I play a lot of games on my phone. Um... It's just not a place like I it, honestly the only place a straight man should vacation is like Daytona Beach, Florida. <laughs> Thank you for being here. We're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with Jared Freed. Happy to be here. You Ooh. have two podcasts that podcast. You have you up and you have J Train, which yes. is on the side of your hat. It's on the side. And yeah, I uh, I have embroidered. <laughs> I'm 38, no kids, not married. <laughs> that means you have disposable income to pay for your own sig- you know symbol to be on your hat. <laughs> and, um, I'm gonna leave it. My sister's going through a breakup right now, so like her friend is like calling me every couple days, and we're kind of doing like a little chat to be like, how can we support my sister? Mm. Um, how long were they together? 
four years. Ooh, yeah, brutal. brutal. Young or older? Uh, she's younger. She's younger, but she's yeah. thirty. It's a tough time to have a breakup. Yeah, my yeah, because you mentally you're in the place of like, oh my god, am I ever gonna meet anybody? What's her persuasion? I think she honestly, I think she just wants a really nice nerdy guy. Okay. She's not the but type but she's of woman. Straight. Yeah, right. she's not the. T- oh, it's not contagious. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't know how it's said here. On the- <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. He's like, oh, what's her favorite type of milk? If you know what I mean. <laughs> um, no, she's like the Maddie translator. She's, she's, thank you, Maddie is rich. Right. I am right. deeply steeped in straight culture. Right. I, she's oddly, like, I know douchebag. Um, <laughs> you're oddly the queerest person here, and yet you're a straight translator. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, but what, what, let's do intros and then let's get back into that. I'm Ashley Yavin, cis, gay, white woman, she, her pronouns. Sorry to go so fast. No, we'll, please. We'll, we'll slow down. Walk for me through it. To you. And, but, <laughs> but honestly, you're such a great guest because the real listeners know that the episodes with straight men are some of the funniest because we get to like really investigate to, each other's worlds. I got a lot to live up to, but I, I, I will do my best. But even your episode, like the first one that you did was people wrote in were like, this one was fucking hilarious. Oh, I'm happy that happened. Uh, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. So yeah. I, I, I'm so glad you're here. And then, uh, uh, I didn't come up with a thing. As always, the hall monitor to keep me from getting canceled. I'm just, I'm just gonna go into it. Maddie Wiener. Hello, I'm Maddie Wiener. She, they pronouns, uh, non-binary you know whatever the you get the vibe uh and i oh on instagram maddie t wiener on instagram i'm doing bisexual. a taping oh yeah bisexual bisexual gay virgin yeah bisexual yeah we're we're working on it uh <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like bullying doesn't it it, just, it feels like bullying doesn't it, it? it felt like i i just watched an outing <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that, is this allowed? <laughs> it's just so funny because I've said this before, but gay virgin sounds like how you would make fun of somebody in high school. Yes. Oh, you're a gay virgin. I'm like, no, I'm, I am a virgin with women. I'm Maddie, not a virgin. It's so I just want to say, I suck a mean dick, dude. I know, like I'm, <laughs> I've been around the block. Uh, and, and I support you sort of. <laughs> Uh, in in the way that I can't admit to supporting you for doing that, but mm. it's also important for our gay virgin listeners because right. there are a lot of them yeah. that you are still so queer despite being the heinous heinous virgin that you are. Yeah, if you're getting no <laughs> pussy, I'm your gal. Right. Okay, <laughs> just know you're still allowed to wear your keys on a carabiner. That's you're right. in the club. It does not make change how queer you are. <laughs> Representation. It matters. <laughs> That's right. It matters. Um, um, and talk about your taping. Maddie Tweener on Instagram. I'm doing a taping with Don't Tell Comedy. Which I think will be out probably by the time this episode probably comes out. around. Um, so follow me there. It really helps to like, you know. Yeah, and that comes out. It really, yeah. really helps. And Absolutely. Jared, do you mind introducing yourself? I'm Jared Freed. Okay, I, I got a straight. <laughs> that was, yep. Okay, yes. sis. Yep. Uh, may, he, him. Yep. Um, You did it. Like to party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want people to know. <laughs> I drink. <laughs> More of a vodka guy. Don't like gin. <laughs> <laughs> totally love blowjobs. Uh, like, right. Is that good? Okay. Yeah, no, good. That- it's my first time. I'm, I'm happy. I feel good. <laughs> I was very nervous. I think you probably had to do it the last time you were here, but maybe you blacked out. I did. Well, we were over Zoom. It wasn't, you right, know, I yeah, felt, yeah, yeah. I was, and yeah, so this is like uh, live and in person. It is intimidating, I know. I, I actually, I 
feel weird doing it myself to some degree, but I know our listeners really appreciate it because yeah. there are people who are new and well I think sometimes we talk about topics too that if I don't say that like yes. I'm genderqueer or you know bisexual people are like it's like it, it gives permission to later on down the line if we're talking totally. about something be like hey I'm speaking about my own experience kind of thing like I think it helps people know totally when they can't see yeah yeah um but anyway I I, I cut us off at a really fun moment to do intros <laughs> and, I, and I thought that I remembered what that was I was like oh we'll just get back break into up. it the breakup, my sister. Oh, yeah. Do you guys mind if I just text my... Oh, you gotta get her oh. for the break. Well, you said she likes nerdy men. Oh, it's totally fine. Everything's fine. I just, you know, you worry. You worry. Does she mind you talking about her breakup here? I or? think as long as I keep it super anonymous. Right. But yeah, I think she just... Honestly, if you are a nice, kind of nerdy, bisexual boy in the New York area, but bisexual okay. boy is not necessary, but it, in recent times it has come to light that she is into this type of guy, mm -hmm. you know? And if, then if you, you and I don't get along as a backup, go to Ashley's sister, <laughs> because that is my type to a T, yes, baby. I actually think you two Ooh, have a pretty, let's go. Okay. I think you two have a pretty <laughs> the similar word is out. type. Pretty similar type. I mean, a nerdy... I don't know that she, I know you're into kind of twinky little guys. I think she's, I think she's more into a bear. You know what a I bear mean? Of yeah. A bear of a bi bear. Yeah, 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 a bi bear. <laughs> is that yeah. the proper, yeah, okay. Yeah. My sister is like, she's not gay, but I know she she does not operate under a lot of the straight rules that you discuss sort of on your podcast. Sure. She's not, she's, uh, she's not at all like bachelor girl at all. She's really, in some ways she's more queer than I am in that like she... She's like, she's a dork and she's like out about being a dork. And that's so funny that you're like, that's like so queer. She's more queer than I am. And that she's just kind of like a nerd. Right. <laughs> no, but you, I think you know what I mean. I feel like I am so, because I date women, it's okay mm -hmm. that I'm so confident and uh, assertive because it helps me come on to women because that's what women have been socialized to do. Mm. Right. But with my sister, she's super confident and also, like, an assertive... Oh, I can totally relate like, to that. She likes math and science. You know what right. I mean? It's hard with but men. But she's straight. Yeah, it's hard. If so you're she like, doesn't fit... Oh, sorry. No, know. no, go ahead. She doesn't fit in the box. Yes, yeah. And if you have, like, a masculine energy, like, I never got that growing up because I have, like, I think kind of a masculine energy sometimes, and I like hanging out with guys and, like, roughhousing and talking shit, and then yeah. I'm like, why doesn't this translate into a relationship? And it's like, because most straight guys... Because they're seeing you as a friend. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and well, this is a this is a big topic for straight men too. Like of why, you know, you don't get a lot out of them. You know what? You know if they're going to talk about like I've. Uh, oh, I, I see what you're saying. When you're dating women who don't necessarily like. Well, well you go. Well, on. when women are like, what do you like in the bedroom? Guys fit into like one road. You know, yeah. like to you know the I've I've asked on stage. I, I find it interesting to ask men on stage. Straight men, what do you, what's your favorite sexual position mm. and the discomfort yes. that they feel answer? You can answer three answers missionary, doggy style, and then there's maybe reverse cowgirl. Those are the three things sexually you are allowed to say yeah, in a public girl. room. Right, because cowgirl, you're a little bottom bitch. Cowgirl, you're looking no. in her eyes, which is gay. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Reverse cowgirl, there's ass, and you're d d it's demeaning because you don't have to see her or think about her. Right. She looks the other way. I don't know. There's this, I, I guess it's this idea of like, what will women judge me for saying? Am yes. I a man? You yes. know, like, and uh, because when you ask, you know, 
first of all, when you say doggy style, you'll see half of the women like, ugh, come on. Like, <laughs> this piece of shit. You know, like, and then the reverse cowgirl, you'll see, oh, you put, like, I, and, and, it's like, and then someone says missionary, and like, pussy. You know, it's like, <laughs> so it's like, what's he supposed to say? You know, I, like, I like that there's like a virgin and whore dynamic of sexual positions for men. Like, women get classified yeah, yeah. into virgin or whore, and men get classified into. Um, piece of alpha, shit or pussy alpha asshole or pussy yeah. right <laughs> exactly right and and it's it, it, it's interesting to watch the discomfort because you know I, I talk about like finger in a butt during a blowjob I've mentioned that on the, my podcast a lot I've, ta- I've I've called myself the Rosa Parks of yes, male yes, ass play yes. <laughs> straight male I ass play this. which I'm sure is the most wrong thing you could ever say I mean <laughs> no, no offense to the no, Parks family no I think family. you're a par- pioneer uh, yeah, an yeah. ass pioneer for yeah. the straight male ass play world it's a and little different because your whole thing is like I love the back but uh, like right. <laughs> I was gonna say in this scenario you're always in the back right, right. <laughs> throw a digit you know like but I've said <laughs> I've said this Jared Freed 2024 throw a digit me with Honestly, one finger yeah sometimes two so I uh <laughs> I, but I've, I, what I, the, the bit basically goes into like when you tell you so many times in straight, in the straight relationships that I have been in, when you're like, there's this conversation of where you go, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? And, and then you're like, in the butt, in the blowjob. You like throw it out there. <laughs> and then they're like, well, who have you done that with? And yeah. there's like, and I'm not saying the oh, plight of a so straight man. I'm not trying to like, come on. I'm just saying this is the reality well, of the situation. That never happens to me with women. Right. I have never, because when the one wonderful thing about being queer is the freedom. You can do whatever you, and that, I, it's funny because I've said this on the podcast a lot is like, if you went into a bar and you were like, Ashley Gavin likes a finger in the butt. Everyone go, oh, and if, if, if the same person walked in and was like, Jared Freed oh, yeah. likes a finger in the butt, it'd be like, oh, <laughs> I would it actually, turns into gobble, gobble, gobble. I'd go further and say, if you walked into Cubbyhole, brought me in there, held up my hand like this and said, Ashley Gavin loves a finger in her butt. I actually think some people would be applauding. <laughs> I, I think Finally. The, the, I, I think the queer community is so sex positive mm-hmm. and open-minded that would be celebrated. Mm. Oh, and absolutely. It's, yeah. it's weird the other way too, like as being somebody who's like, you know, female and hooking up with men. I've hooked up with men who have been like, I know it's supposed to be great. I know that's where the G spot is. Like, I would love to do it, but I'm scared to. And I'm like, I'll do it. Like, let's fucking do it. And like, there's these guys that like want to do it. And even if you're a supportive, like, you know, hookup and you're like, let's do it. There's still, it seems like an internal thing of like, I don't know. It's crossing a line. Also, this person has something on you to, to, (laughs) to something, to somewhat embarrass you. You know, (laughs) this is another belief that I have. That women are perceived to be more freely bisexual than men, not Mm. because they are more freely bisexual, but because men take shit to the grave. (laughs) 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 Women talk about their feelings and they will admit, oh, I've I've done that. And it's a little more socially acceptable. Men will take a finger in the butt, hooking up with another man. They take that to the grave, Mm. I think. Mm. I, 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 I think also like the, the idea of like what, you shame someone for too. Like, you know, like the guy, like if the guy like was like, you know, you go to your friends, you go, well, fuck that. Like after the relationship, when I end a relationship, 
I am like, that person is a goddess on earth. I think <laughs> she, the man she is with, they should be lucky. And I'm not talking for divorced dudes. Divorced dudes get angry. Um, I'm saying as a 38-year-old single man who's never been married, no kids, you go... I wish I I, I want to like disappear in the photo like Back to the Future <laughs> from their memory. Like I don't want to even exist to them. And if someone asked me about my exes, I'd be like, "Salt of the earth, the best woman ever." You'd be like, "Why didn't you marry her?" Well, not for me. For someone, <laughs> someone will. They're gonna be. Oh my god, good mother, great in bed, everything. There is this, <laughs> and you see it right now on TikTok where it's like every story is of this piece of garbage that uh, that you know again you said your sister 30 years old you know the the her relationship ends i'm sure she's in a straight relationship with a guy i'm sure there's thoughts of like is this the one i'm going to marry is yeah. this is this the person i'm going to have kids with she's yeah. thought of all that yeah when he ends it or if he ended that relationship and i've been in that position you're ending it frivolously mm. you you want to just be with more women. I don't want to say too much, but I do think it's a little frivolous. <laughs> and I am a little mad about it. Right, of course. I, I, <laughs> listen, these things may be true, but it is. It, it, it does feel like it's like, you know, the idea of like, I've ended relationships where they're like, why? And you go, I don't got any good reason. And I wish I did. And you go... I wish I had that thing that you could go and everyone go, oh, no more questions asked. You know, like, right. and you don't usually have that. Not especially usually. when you're like, and I, listen, I am someone out there that's, you know, dating, you know, dating to one, have fun, but also meet the right person for me. So I am in that, you know, in that world where someone go, well, he's just wanted to meet more women. It's like, well, no, my ultimate goal is to get married. I would like to have a family. I'd like to do those things. Yeah. But I'm also not, you know, beholden to... You have to meet women to do that. <laughs> right, right. You got to date to do that. Yeah. And, you know, to, to bring it to the Bachelor world, you know, the the fantasy suites is one guy, three for the Bachelor, is one guy, three women. And it's like, I don't envy any guy in that scenario. No. <laughs> because in a rational so, world, you go, this is, an, this is a weird show. <laughs> and this, this isn't any other place on earth that you're about to marry three different women and you're like well we need to have an intimate experience together to see if totally. this is part of if this is the right oh my match God, I can't and wait then to watch oh you oh. got you're gonna love this tonight um you're gonna love the episode but it but you're going in what world is he not vilified by one of these people which yeah. i understand it i think what you're getting at i mean something that i try to do because i do I definitely have some negative experiences with my breakups, but like they, you also have to acknowledge they have, ne it's not like you're negative about them and they think totally pristinely about you. And they're mm. like, this was this person's fault or this was all my fault. Mm. Rather. I think it's like very, anyone reasonable is going to be like, we did not work out together. Absolutely. I have like deep, love for like all of my yeah. exes and like I really like you don't like I wish that was a more common thing to be like to like call your ex and as friends once you've had time to get over it be like hey I love you hope you're doing well I talked to one of my exes for the first time in two years the other day and we ended the call and we we're like and he has a girlfriend I was like okay yeah great like love you hope you're doing well and I was like it was so nice to come full circle and be like I care about this person. I'm getting anxiety even yeah I was, gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say uh, some of my relationships were just the endings were too difficult where I could ever do that mm. but I know internally I want them to be mm. happy. absolutely and I also have this feeling of like 
like who even made that call? We had mutual, it was a group of us, like mutual friends. That's the other thing is it's like, if you're in a circle of friends, right. it's different than being like reaching out to a random person you in your past. You guys have a group phone chat? Yeah, we were like, they were all hanging out and I called them to, to like catch up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So that's different than I guess if you have like, if your only connection to your ex is the relationship, totally. reaching out to them would be kind of odd. But if you're in a friend group, it's like, you kind of right. got to absorb them into your life in a healthy way, I right. guess. We get asked a lot, like, should I reach out on a birthday? And I'm, and I'm mm. always like, if you ended it, no, mm. um, you're bringing them back to a place. Almost always, what no. This, yeah, what is this? I, yeah, always, I agree with you, but like, you know, you have to think of like, I, I never think like, oh, my call's a good thing for them. You mm. know, like I, I'm bringing them back to maybe a place where, you know, where they've maybe been able to get away from, you know, and you go, and yeah. so you never know, you know, mm. you know, may, may, I do feel that way where you're like, I have love for these people, but I go, I can't check in. Hey, do you love me? You know, it's like, <laughs> that's pretty selfish. Would it be crazy to go to my Discord right now and be like, because Jared's I whole thing- I thought you were going to say, call my ex-boyfriend. And I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> my only ex-boyfriend from seventh grade. Hey. I don't even know how to find his number. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you know, I have a podcast now. <laughs> hey, are you in the gay algorithm on TikTok? Or- <laughs> You may have seen me. Um, <laughs> should we do like a fun little, because what Jared is so good at is like the, sort of the, these direct advice questions about exes and stuff yeah, like well, that. Yeah, well, because I almost was going to use my gay sex little sharing corner to ask a question. So I've got, because oh, go. I've got an advicey type of question. Oh my God, are we just right. using Jared to get advice? <laughs> are these cameras even rolling? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to be like, I'm going to hear, I'm going to go onto my Discord real fast. I'm going to okay. be like, because you analyze text sometimes. I, I go through it all. I, I've, I've heard from all corners of the, of the dating world, uh, it's, and they're always like, you know, it's, it's hard position to be in because you're like, I can give great answers to these. I'm like, and then it comes to my own shit and it's like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just a huge wuss. Um. Listener, are you listening to our Patreon exclusive, You're Having Gay Sex? Well, here's a sneak peek of what you missed last week. Basically, she dry humped me so rough that she actually fractured my spine. <gasps> no! <laughs> what? Excuse me? So now I'm injured and without the person I thought was the one. The what the thing. fuck? <laughs> That's I it. finish that one off. <laughs> There are four bonus episodes a month of this series, You're Having Gay Sex, on our Patreon at the $10 tier and then two at the $5 tier. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, spring has sprung, love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex. Take the two minute mattress quiz and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get a hundred nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15 year warranty. So don't sweat this decision, but I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. 
Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Listener, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to come see me live, okay? It's a really great way to just support the whole team and everything that we do here. So get on my text list or my email list. It's international, both of them. AshleyGavin.com. Go sign up, and I'll literally text you when I'm in your area. So you don't have to hear all these plugs. You can skip right by them. Don't even worry about your city. Just get on one of those two things, and I will let you know, okay? Because there's a lot of cities coming, and I just remaking this announcement over and over again. We all think it's annoying. You do. I do. Get on the text list, you piece of shit. What I'm trying to avoid right now is how do I let someone— the questions that we always get— how do I talk to a woman? How do mm. I let a woman know that I am gay? Uh, you know, is she into me or is she just a friend? And my answer is the same for every single one. Lightly ask if this person is interested in going out with you. Yeah. Very lightly, regardless of their sexuality, regardless of what's going on, because my well, this is my answer is less practical. My answer would be become a co-host of the We're Having Gay Sex podcast <laughs> and then just go, do you listen to the podcast? Because girls have come to me and been like, I listen to the podcast. And that's like when gay men in the 70s, when it's like you got to wear the one <laughs> earring on the left ear or whatever. I'm like, we know what that means. Okay. Oh my God. That makes me so happy. <laughs> that's like how people tell me they're gay. You no, know, really people funny. talk to each other about listening to the podcast or see stickers and pins and stuff like that. And yeah, it really is kind of like a nice segue into it. But I do believe you. what you are experiencing is you think you're a man and are going to be creepy. You are not a man and because you're afraid of being creepy to this person, you're not going to be creepy. Just keep it light. People have no idea how to approach so, so this, a woman. So this is men approaching women or just women approaching women? Anyone women, approaching women? Uh, well, I would say... To generalize, it's women approach, approaching women. Right. But I would say it's queer people, mostly assigned female at birth, approaching other queer people, mostly assigned female at birth. It's like non-binary, non-binary people talking to non-binary people is one option. But the real, the reality is that these people were not raised as men. They were not raised to be right. assertive. Right. So they are nervous to go up to a woman, assume that she's gay, offend mm. them, or be creepy. And I think there's also a little bit of like, as, as like a baby gay, there's like a little bit of uh, internalized homophobia where you go, me liking a woman is is gross or wrong. And so you feel gross being like, I'm attracted to you. You know what I mean? And right. I wonder and if young men have that ever. And stuff, uh, stuff like, I don't think gay men have this problem at all. No, I, no, think- I was saying young men. Like when you're like, you know, in middle school and you have a crush on the girl for the first time, is there any like oh, I don't want to like freak her out or is it kind of like you've been given permission to feel that way so it's okay? Well, I, I think the scary thing is getting turned down, you know? Yes. And I think that's the scary thing no matter who you are, what you know, wh- where you identify. You know, like that's why the apps, you know, I, I, I talk about this a lot and it sounds like, I don't mean to sound, I hope I don't sound mean, but like if we think of how the apps were created, they were created by like kind of nerdy dudes who are looking to hit on women without having to feel failure. <laughs> so <laughs> so if, if you think of like the Mark Zuckerberg type yeah. was like, I have a problem. I want to know if a woman would have sex with me. Okay. So I need to create a world where I can see a red dot or a green dot above their head. This is so, yes. Right? Or, but I don't even want to see the red dot. 
I only want to see green dots. I only want to <laughs> see the. So if you think when you swipe an app, I'll tell I'll tell a story that relates to this. I, and I've been talking about it on stage a little bit recently. So it's bitish, but I, I. That's okay. Okay. Well, the reason I bring this up is like, I am. I like to think of myself as a confident guy. I think people would look at me and think. Oh, I think that's you are a- confident and way way more empathetic to the female experience than 99% of guys. I read a lot of emails from women. So this is a (laughs) part of that too, but I appreciate that. I I hope I try. I try. So you're also Jewish. Sure. Which I think adds to it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That helps. No, I'm I'm not kidding. Well, we're all Jewish. We should. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I think there's something about the maternal figure in Jewish families that kind of Jewish men are a little more savvy. I think also, like a lot of times, the women run the family. You yeah, know, like they're they're in charge. There, there's very much a like you know, it does Money doesn't even matter in that situation. It's yes. always like, yeah, what mom says goes. Yeah, and yeah. Jews talk about their feelings more. Yeah, yeah. feelings therapy is kind of built into yeah. the Jewish. You know, thing. Just, I'm making you. I'm advocating sure. you to our audience. Okay, thank you. <laughs> bringing a straight man onto right. a queer podcast, calling him a relationship expert and an expert on women, Not is a an bold, expert. bold move. I just have a thoughtful opinion from my point of view. Yeah. I'm not an expert because you look at me and you'd be like, oh, "Where's your significant?" No, it hasn't worked out. For me. Um, but I, um, on this subject, so I, I come off as confident i definitely have my insecurities there's no question about it but i'm drawn to the apps you know like i'm drawn to the world of like because your whole life be a man go approach go say hi you gotta go ask her to dance go talk to her that's a lot of the push you get growing up and so this app becomes this like oh i I don't have to see someone i don't have to get well no i don't want to dance with you you know Mm, like that's a that's a powerful thing i went to the south of france last summer Okay. Nice. I'm a. I, I'm also very fancy, and I like to brag. So <laughs> I go. On, I decided to go on vacation by myself. Nice. I, I went by myself south of France. It was the worst experience of my life. I, I, <laughs> it is a romantic uh, location for a solo trip. And if you're a straight man, abroad doesn't want you. This isn't, there's no eat, pray, love for straight men, okay? This isn't how it works, okay? You, and if you tell a group of women, or you tell a group of uh, women, they're like, uh, you're going to France alone, they're like, I went, it was unbelievable, I met a man. You know, they'll have these stories. I have no relation to that. I was alone, didn't talk to a single fucking woman. <laughs> there aren't bars like here. Here, we underestimate how social we are. Like, mm, the bar yeah. is a very American idea. Like, mm. the go to a bar and rub elbows with someone next to you. Hey, where are you from? That's very American from my experience in south of France. So I go to, like... Uh, Maybe I, the, a pub in, in London, you would have had a may- better... A better, better, you know, but the south of France feels like tough. Italy, France. If you're going to a place that doesn't speak English, it ain't happening for you, dude. Right. You know, like, I, I, I just You're I'm not saying. getting on the back of a woman's Vesta, Hillary Duff style. <laughs> yeah, because right. yeah, it is like, you need to have, because no woman is going to assert herself into a situation with a stranger from another country to get, potentially get murdered right. while you're totally off the grid. Right. No, and it's a totally different. If you were like, if a male friend of mine came up to me and was like, I'm going to another country by myself, I'm like, he's going to kill himself. Like, right. I feel like he's right. going there to like jump off the leaning tower of Pisa or something. Yeah. Here's the biggest thing that I got out of going to the south, south of France. I'm a big Wordle guy now. Um, I play a lot of games on my phone. Um, 
It's just not a place. Like, I it, honestly, the only place a straight man should vacation is like Daytona Beach, Florida. Like, <laughs> that is you the only what? place you have I, a chance. I just went to Tampa and I had a miserable time. Right. That is not, yeah, no, Tampa, not. Yeah. <laughs> You're so right. I've been to Tampa. It is, it is, a, it is a full buffet of, of, of women who will speak to straight men. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I go to, I go, I find a niece. Um, I go to, uh, I, I talk to nobody there. I go to this dinner. I get, I get uh, these reservations made for me. They made a different reservation for me on the beach. I'm alone on the beach. Oh my God. I like the, the waiters. I, my, I sent my brother and his girlfriend or now fiance a video. And he's like, dude, you're wearing the same shirt as the wait staff. And I'm wearing <laughs> the same shirt as them. It looked like, it looked like one of the waiters quit and was like, fuck it. I'm eating. Like, <laughs> So, and I'm making a joke out of it. It was, I'm happy I went to learn. I, I, I don't, you know, like, it's not like I was like crying in a corner. Like I, one time I went to, there. I was like looking for things to do. Cause like, I don't just plan. I just was like, I'll walk around, go to the beach. I'll drink wine. That was my thought. And I'll meet women. No, that's off the list. Yeah. And then I went to the famous car museum in, in, in Cannes. And it's like the, the, the movie car museum in Cannes. If you Google it, if you're listening right now, Google movie car museum in Cannes. It's just a mural on a wall of a parking lot. It's not even cars? No, it's, it's, no, it's the car from cars. They have a painting of- A painting of the cars. You know, the, what's the red card? Lightning, Lightning McQueen. McQueen. <laughs> it's painted on the wall. I got there. I was like, where's the museum? They're like, no, it's just a mural of the Ghostbusters car and Lightning <laughs> McQueen. And I was like, you and 30 divorced dads. Right? <laughs> what? What is this? That's how you know you're in a vacation in a couple's location. Right. Because no one does anything but fuck and sit on the beach. <laughs> right, exactly. They fuck, they eat dinner, they sit on the yeah, beach. Like, oh, you called our bluff. We yeah. didn't think anyone was going to show up to this. <laughs> right. Right. We thought, oh, an idiot. It was on Google Maps. <laughs> so I go. So part of the trip was in Saint Tropez. So I go to Saint Tropez. I am like, at this point, I'm like, fuck this. And Saint Tropez is where is, don't go. Don't go unless you have access to a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The division of wealth in Saint-Tropez is more in front of you than anywhere else in the world. I would compare it to going alone to the Hamptons with no place to stay. Like, yeah. it is just not a good idea. Yeah. I'm in Saint-Tropez. I'm at this beautiful hotel. It's like looking at the yachts. I'm sitting in the corner of the pool and there's a group of three women at the other corner. I like that you corner. can stay at a nice hotel and then see people staying at a better location. That's, well, <laughs> exactly. That yeah. is, that is Sancho. Like it is. And I also went to a beach club. They have all these beach clubs and I had a reservation and they go, your reservation is for inside for lunch. And I was like, no, I had a reservation for a beach chair. Why would I be here for fucking lunch? Yeah. And they're like, we don't have one for you. And I was like, so I'm, I was like, fuck it. I go back to the hotel. I'm like, fuck this place. Fuck France. Fuck these people. Fuck their fucking radishes with butter. Go fuck yourself. And I'm in the corner of a pool in Saint-Tropez. And I'm, I'm, I like gave up. I was like, bottle a bottle of wine. And then across the pool, like a big pool, three women. And they're like laughing, talking, drinking wine. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Jared, you got to talk to one woman. You got to go talk to them. Go talk to them. And again, I'm back to like 12-year-old, talk to them. Ask them to dance. Go talk to them. Go be a man. This is the lesbian mantra at every gay bar, <laughs> I just want to say. Right. Okay. This yeah. makes me feel good. Because yeah. I, I like to know that like this isn't just going through my head. No. You know, so no. Go talk to them. Be a, be a man. Go talk to them. So I get in the water. The water's like 
five foot five. I'm five foot eight. So now I'm like tippy toes. <laughs> you swam to them. You didn't walk over. I t- tippy toed in the water, glass of wine in my left hand. <laughs> so now I'm tippy toeing over. I get like five yards away from them and I can kind of hear them. It sounds like they got American accents. I go, hey, where are you guys from? And I'll never get it. in perfect English. One of the women like turned her head like slightly and was like, we don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> And at that point, I'm like, fuck, I got to swim away. (laughs) I just like side stroking away because I didn't want to like tippy toe so slow. And so I side stroke away from them. And I was like, I net like no feeling of getting turned down is probably as bad as that being like, I got three days left here in fucking France. Yeah. And then having to like and you go, I get why imagine you know that's not my whole life experience my whole life experience isn't getting turned down from women my whole life so if it is you go i am not leaving these fucking apps yeah ever yeah i'm never speaking to someone in person i'm always so i do understand the idea of like i want to approach someone but i don't want to be hurt yeah you know like i've been rejected a few times in ways that have been um deeply unsettling but I, i was it because they weren't queer yeah Oh, really? So they were like, yeah. oh, I'm straight. I'm not interested. Yeah. But Doesn't so, that make you feel better? I was going to say, because then it's not you. It's just like, No, because oh, then personal. I'm like, well, why were you being so gay to me, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> for not being gay, you were pretty gay right. towards me. Because I had to work up the confidence. Like, I, I had, it's a, I've told this story on the pod before, so I won't tell it again. But basically, I had other people assess this person we knew to be straight, whether or not she was flirting with me. And my friends assessed, they were like, we think she's into you. We don't think, like, you should go for it. You my brought it to, like, friends, the council of yes, straights? Yes, because I, I was at a wedding. I was at a wedding, so I okay. had a council. Right. And I looked cute. I was in Weddings my little Weddings are great places to meet people. Yes, and, they, and she rejected me. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, that momentary embarrassment is so worth building up the ability to mm. talk to people and not miss your shot. But also, it's going to scar you. You're bringing it up. I'm bringing it up. It's, this happened a year ago. I'm still talking about it. We're yeah. still talking about the wedding. It's going to hurt. I, I, and sometimes someone will turn you down on the apps, and it feels, I got turned down on the apps, which never happened. Yeah, just on just uh, unmatched. Match with a woman. She goes, hey, I'm a huge fan. Just want to let you know, we can't go out. I've hooked up with your brother. <gasps> and I'm like, why did you have to tell me that? Oh, my God. And you go, and it's a memorable thing, because you're like, I was sitting here in Safeville. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> like, no, ever. I'm never going to get turned on. I'm like, match. Here we go. We're halfway there. They're attracted. I'm attracted. So you just wanted to let me know you fucked my brother? Like, <laughs> oh my God. It's crazy. I've had people on apps, oh, I just wanted to see. I messaged this one woman. Like, and also, I've now there's a couple people that recognize me, especially New York, especially Jewish women. Yeah. I, I've gotten messages. Hey, um, I just wanted to see if you'd match with me. Yeah. Good luck with everything. Jesus. And it's like, you don't have to write that. You can just not talk to me. Yeah. Like, there's like easier ways to go. So it's like. You don't have to message. I was fucking with you. (laughs) Just let it go. Good one. This would never, ever happen. Right. Unmatch and you can be like, maybe she died. Right. That's easier. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, that's the the world we live in. Yeah. We tend to, you know. If you're of healthy mind, you tend to go towards 
the more the thing that saves your um, soul more, yes. you know? Mm -hmm. so. but, but I do think if you're in real life and you're worried whether or not this person is into you, just ask. My line is, are, are you, if you don't know if they're straight or not, I go, are you gay enough to let me buy you a drink? That's my line. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Because it gives people an out if they don't want to out themselves or whatever, or they're thinking about it. But also, also, you're not thinking of it this way, but it's vulnerability produces vulnerability. Mm. So like when you say like, are you gay enough for me to buy you a drink? You're coming out to them. Yeah. You know, there, there, there's a little, even though you're out, there's a small come out to them that you're like letting them know, like uh, this is safety zone. I've given you. I've never thought about it that way, but I think any sort of um, admission to a woman from a woman is vulnerable. You know mm. what I mean? Like, because of it's, your sexuality, of your sexuality, but even if that you're into them or you think they're cute or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Because like, you're so not the aggressor. You're so not the person that's supposed to be doing this. And, I think women are so empathetic, you know, men towards men. It's a different story because right. there's the threat of violence. <laughs> right, right, right. But, and also like historically more creepy, but I think woman to woman, most of the time, the people that you're the queer or the woman that you're hitting on is going to thoughtfully reject you I, and might even want to be your friend. I totally agree with that. Just from the perspective of like, I get DMS like, no question. Okay. I, I get, All right. Like, like, I told you, I'm a classic bragger. I love bragging. <laughs> I go to France. I go to the south of France. I summer in the south of France. And I I get DMs. The, the, the best DMs are, I, I recently went on dates with someone who DM'd me. Hey, I think you're hilarious. I think you're also, you know, I think you're funny and cute. Um, I know this is out of left field. Uh, would love to get a drink sometime. Here's my number. Like that to me, yeah, perfect DM. Yes, you have revealed yourself. The worst DMs are, hey, no, that's danger. <laughs> they, I don't know why you're here. Yeah, hey, or um, I, you're kind of funny. Like oh, negging, I can't deal. Yeah, negging, awful. I get it all the time. And you go, it is. I think your approach is the best. Like especially. I don't know the you know the the queer experience, but I would just to let them know like I'm here for a date. I could even my advice would even be just like softer of like hey like I just think always saying like I think a lot of times a lot of straight women half shoot their shot. They think being bold is all that matters. Cause I was bold, and because they're not in a position to be bold a lot, there's like I'm taking a chance, so this chance should be respected. And I think a lot of like guys don't. I think you're putting yourself in a position to like deal with someone who's fucking around. I, I, I it's, ah, either, it's either a guy who's yes. just going to like message you for days and hours and, and weeks and not make a plan and kind of just know that you're there flirting with him, but like, you know, they could hook up. You're not making what you want clear. Well, that's why directness is so important. Right. Why am I not getting the results that I want? Because you didn't ask for the thing right. that and you I wanted. Think also, directness, sometimes people look at it as like an unfortunate logistic thing you have to do first, but directness can be so hot. It, someone being yes. like, I'm really into you, or like, I really want to kiss you right now is like so hot. Like, it's, that can be a fun part of it. It's hot, and you don't waste your fucking time. Right. Mm -hmm. And this person, no matter, even if they fucking hate you, if you do directness in a respectful way, people respect it. They're like, oh, I get all the time. Thank you for being so direct, not wasting my time. Mm, you know right. what I mean? I, and, and directness doesn't have to be, I love you from your Instagram profile. <laughs> it can just be as simple as, like, I, I swear to God, just as simple as, hey, acknowledging what you're doing is different, even though it's not that different, but you're acknowledging, hey, 
I know this is out of left field and we've never met. So now you're acknowledging the reality of the atmosphere. You just seem like a fun person. I would love to get a date, get a drink. Yeah. Love to have a drink. That's great. And then you give the number. I understand safety in that. Maybe you give a wee, you know, there's other ways to give numbers, but you've asked for drinks. Yeah. Anything below drinks, they're just looking to dance. And giving the number also puts the ball in their court. You right. are done. You can walk away. Right. Yeah. You can, and you can it's do this IRL. Switch. You, yeah. It, yeah. you can do this IRL as well. You can give them a little post-it with your number on it and be like, I thought you were really cute. If you want to hang out sometime, let me know. Post it. Get the fuck out of there. I have people do that to me and it's so sweet. Right. It's so sweet. And then it's, there's no weirdness. And it sort of is what you were saying about the apps of like, then you don't have to see the rejection. Right. You can you just know? go, this was nice. I'm going to like throw it away, act like it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, the, the, you know, best <laughs> case scenario it works. Worst case scenario, nothing happens. Right. There's and no weirdness. Here's my biggest advice. Don't follow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't just, get back to you. Right, just checking in. If you <laughs> just, uh, but literally out the weekend, getting through some emails. No, 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 no. <laughs> you have been heard. Yeah. <laughs> if you put the ball in their court, the ball is still over there. Right. Yeah. Right. Do not go running over and and picking up the ball and being like, "Did you?" And if someone's dying to fuck you, right. they're not going to forget about it. No, you know? right. But as my dad always said, no one's smarter than you. No one's dumber than you. You're just right around the middle. So like, <laughs> whatever you that. feel, they feel. So like they mm. know they got the ball. Alex, where are we time wise? Because I asked everyone if they had dating questions. Uh, we got time for one. Do you want to ask yours? I was going to yeah, ask mine, which, okay, I'm actually very interested because uh, we covered, like, I'm bi and I'm trying to start to hook up with women and other queer people, but I also and you're lo- asking love Jared. a straight dude. You're asking right. Jared and not me. No, no, I'm asking both of you because I'm curious the the <laughs> the both sides of the coin on this for me because I think they both apply, is that I've historically, like, needed to have some kind of a personal connection with someone before I felt comfortable or interested in hooking up or, like, we were friends first or yada yada, but now I'm like, that's just not sustainable and I want to get into, like, casual hookups, but I don't know how to make that kind of mental switch where that's fun and not scary or not even scary, but just, like, I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? How to have a hookup that's no emotional strings attached. Well, tough to avoid. Mm. You know, like, I think we have to acknowledge that that's, hard to find yeah and mm. it doesn't last forever the person you know that's friends with benefits has a oh expiration yeah oh yeah I, you know, i've had that right yeah. you go oh we're friends with benefits. and it's also constant check-ins like my version of casual is different than your version of casual mm. one word millions and millions of definitions so yep. i think that's like an important thing to keep in mind that like you're looking for a unicorn of sorts so mm. to speak like oh yeah. i'm looking for this no emotion person that I like hanging out with that I want to Someone you like enough to be friends but not so much that has a critical flaw that you can't deal with so, <laughs> so you'll never fall in love. That I had this person in my right. life. It was wonderful. It was, <laughs> it was so great. And it works and, it's, and it can be the most fun. It can be the most uh, explorative. Uh, I think I, I downloaded Field recently oh. just because I g- kept hearing about it. The reason I thought of it is like if you're looking for like a female experience, the women on there seem to be very open to like, I want to meet a friend first. Yeah, totally. You see a lot of those profiles. Mm. I want to, I want to have a, uh, really? a, a that's, thoughtful This is very connection. good practical advice. Right. Like I, in, if you just, and that's, I think what this, sometimes 
the reputation of something keeps people away, and sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. You know, people go, I don't want to do Tinder. That's a hookup app. Okay, I don't know one straight guy who's like, I go on Hinge for the relationships. Not, <laughs> like, I don't know any straight guy who differentiates apps that no, way. No, in fact, guys looking to hook up are on all of the Every- apps. They're on everything. They're <laughs> maximizing their chances. Exactly. So, but when you see on this app that you can, there was literally like one of the things that could be, I'm looking for casual and in their bios, they're like, I'm looking to meet someone. Like, I was surprised at how many more were that than- yeah. The, you know, the kink positive, which is there too. But I'm saying, if you're looking for this note, as far as you, what you just described, like, no emotional. I want to meet someone outside of my friend group. Mm. Yeah. I think oh, maybe, maybe I got me. on super early too. Right. Because I, I had been hearing about it from within the community or whatever. And so when I got on there, it was like, some of the profiles were like, the images match the words. Right, right. <laughs> well, it, it That's is- why I was like, whoa. You know, <laughs> you know what's sad is that the minute I, knowing that I have it, it's gotten safe. <laughs> like, it has jumped the shark There's from a- fun sexuality to now it is, uh, yeah, they're just... Looking for missionary. Yeah, they're yeah. opening a Whole Foods and a Target on the field yeah, out yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm pretty vanilla. The, the, the listeners know. Like I'm, I'm like, and vanilla is great. Honestly, I love right. vanilla. But like, I, I get, I, yeah, I. Well, it's interesting because I'm very much like you. When I was doing my slut phase, the advanced part of the slut phase was like the true one night stands. Mm. And and those I did not enjoy very much. Yeah, the sex most on those of, is never like amazing. You're just like, I did it. Most right. of, yeah, I got exactly. a little I got my little badge, most my little of, boy scout, <laughs> you know, one night stand badge, but I didn't really Most yeah. of what I did was friends that I w- were was fucking for mm. periods of like I think the longest one probably lasted like 2 to 3 months. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think like you you might just need to be doing a lot more like really trying people out and going on dates and just saying, I know like the people that I was hooking up with were very thankful for my directness of being like, I'm not going to get in the, within the first couple. I don't, I don't stay in the app very long. Mm. As soon as I'm like, this person is funny. I asked them out on a date and I let them know that I'm looking for short, short term fun. Mm. Well, I would also say, I think you're going to find a lot of success there because I haven't got, one single response. <laughs> it feels like I'm in Saint Tropez. <laughs> I'm, I'm also in incognito mode. I'm not like really liking a lot, and I. But I would say like a lot of the profiles match the. I'm new. I'm by. I'm looking for you know. A All right, I'm gonna re-download Field. I guess. Yeah, listen. I, sounds like I'm being paid by them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really. That's that. I'm sold. I'll download that and I'll report back shot. next week. Thank you. Yeah, that's I would just huge. like really commit to it because mm. you have to cast a lot of. You have to plant a lot of seeds to find this person. Mm. Yeah, that's. You, a you know what I mean? It's point. gonna be like kind of a job. Yeah, a little bit. You in and, and that's okay. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel like with, with long-term dating, you happen upon someone. I feel like we're about to, we're sending Maddie on an adventure. Yeah. Right? We're like, put this in your backpack, be safe. <laughs> Take a lunch, go on a lot of dates. <laughs> here's your vibrator. Here's here's your womanizer. Here's, here's your rabbit. And have fun. Just be honest. Just be honest with people. Okay, sweet. Find, find you know, hold a high bar to who you're bringing on dates. But I would say, like, sit down for... Every, make, do a thing every day where you are checking people. I don't know how many swipes mm. are allowed on that app, but 
Is Have it- a fun day at casual hookups. <laughs> <laughs> but like, just do it. Commit to the bit. Yeah. <laughs> Can you guys pick me up? They're talking about crypto. <laughs> <laughs> well, where are we at now? I feel like we're around a normal app. Okay, cool. Hey, thank you for the advice. That's genuinely really Should helpful. we answer one of these questions? I would love to answer some questions. Okay. Let, some of these are your classic kind of gay questions. <laughs> um, ooh, this is good. We get a lot of U-hauling. What's U-hauling? Oh, amazing. Yeah, I, I, I'm here to learn. Uh, lesbians is a stereotype that we move in together really quickly. Right. But I think U-hauling can be generically kind of applied to any relationship between women loving women that's moving too quickly. Right? Well, I mean, that can that doesn't even have to be gendered. I mean, no, of uh, course. men loving women that moves too quickly for them. My, I, I've been in that situation. Just the, the, the term U-hauling speaks to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's happening right now to our dear friend who I won't name. But our buddy, our comedy friend. Who? I mean, you can't tell me on the pod. Oh, well, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's deep, deeply in love. I don't know if we have to bleep that, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll bleep his name. I would say sometimes, it's, you know, it's usually by my own fault. Is like you start, like, being just a nice guy. And you're like, this is my mode. And then it's taken as your mode. You're inviting them to do daytime brunch and you know, hang out afterwards. And you're like, I think with men in particular, this might be a, a thing because like, mm. because so many guys are assholes. Right. So you, so yeah, your actions start speaking to, this is an important relationship. When it, you're like, he's like, respecting me. He must be in love with right. me. Like, <laughs> I'm just like a nice guy. So this person, the specific question that this person is asking is, how do you slow it down? Mm. Mm. I I think me is through direct communication. Like, even if you're trying to build up a lifelong relationship just to be like, hey, I prefer to have, like, a slower burn. That doesn't mean that I don't like you. But, like, I do really like you. But also, like, I try to be cautious with my heart and... I wonder if one of the hard things too is slowing it down within yourself, you know? Right. Because you might be gung-ho on like, I love this person, let's fucking move in. And it might be hard to feel that and be like, I know on paper that's not the best move. Therapy. Right. <laughs> that's like, a therapy. If it's from within, the answer's therapy. Well, it's like sometimes I need my head tickles, you know? And it's like, oh, I want to, I'm now I'm like, I'm just putting my head up to some girl I met on a first date. Like, you want to just tickle my head? It's like, go to a nail salon and pay 10 bucks for 10 minutes. <laughs> So you don't fucking ruin some woman's life. (laughs) So she doesn't think you guys are going to get married. Just go fucking, and then, you know, pay the money. You got to check yourself. You have to check yourself. I I am, you know, patient zero of like, let's just go hang with my parents. (laughs) (laughs) I used used to be very much that way. Right, it's so hard to avoid because it's like, that's my comfortable. That's my, and, and then you go, are you out of your fucking mind, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like... Why so- did... Of course she thinks you're going to get married. Sometimes I don't believe in, like, hard rules for everybody, but I did establish a few hard rules based on my own personality oh, yeah. for me that I established right. going mm. into... I had a big slut phase, mm. and then I had a very successful relationship. Mm-hmm. And some of the rules that I went into that successful relationship with... Or, sorry, I, I had a long phase of U-hauling. Mm-hmm. Slut phase, successful relationship... One of the ones that I did was absolutely no meeting the parents until I'm engaged. Period. Wow. Engaged. Engaged. I think that's way easier in the queer community. 
Like what? That, oh, it's just because like, of homophobia? <laughs> you're, you're not in a traditional relationship. You know, I just think like, you haven't met my parents. What the, you know, I, I think I would have I tell to. them the rule and I right. tell them why. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Listen, I respect it. I, I just think it would be, I'm trying to think of the Jewish woman who would be okay with me saying <laughs> that. And it's like, not then, on okay. Well, you don't have to go with engaged, but you have to be dating a year. Okay, yeah, that, that would work. I also went with no moving in together until you are engaged. Those, that, that's that's uh, I, uh, after having lived with someone and then not moved out from living with someone. I don't, I don't, I, I have gone backwards on the idea, but I think that also age factors into that. But I also, I'm like, mm. isn't it hard to know if you want to marry someone if you don't know how it is when you live together? If you are dating seriously enough, they will fucking be in your place all the time. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Especially, I mean, city living too. Yeah. Mm. I have a piece of advice for this person yeah. with the U-Hauling. So I have a thing called the reveal. I think the talk is like a bullshit thing. Like, let's have the talk because they're going to go to that person and be like, like you said, direct communication. What do you, when you're talking about the talk, I don't know what this is. What are we? Oh, yeah. Mm. So, they're kind of having a what are we? They're looking to have a what are we talk that lessens what they are. Yeah. And that's very difficult to do. And you're asking questions of someone else to tell you what to do. I think it's easier if you just say, I am here. And you just say where you are. Yes, I agree. Right. Mm -hmm. And you go, and but only speak. So it's like, you go, hey, I just want to let you know, I am enjoying your company. I'm also still on dating apps. I'm also still actively dating. I hate to have to admit that to you, but I want to make sure I am up front with you in as classy a way as I can be. Yeah. And listen, this is way easier said than done. I am, how many times I wish I had said this yeah. versus how many times I have. I'm just saying as a strategy, if you use that as like kind of like the, 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 you know, the, the, the blueprint, the blueprint, so to speak, then you're going to be, because they're going to take that in. They're going to go, okay, information received. And then they're a human being who's going to do what's right for them. Right. Mm. And what's right for them, they're going to go, well, I don't like that you're on dating. Now that forces a conversation. Right. I don't if like If they're not in the same place. Right. Or they go, oh, I'm on dating apps too. Um, thank you for letting me know. I haven't gone on a date. You know, maybe they're in a, I haven't gone on a date because I've kind of concentrated on this. It's nice to know that, you know, maybe you're a little bit split, you know, so- or maybe it also ticks something in their head that goes, oh, yeah, let's chill at this level for a little bit. That was a good little reminder for me. And then because there's also something about like savoring that part of the relationship, too, because you'll never be in that new part again. Right. So maybe it'll also make them be like, yeah, let's enjoy this phase of it before we advance. I don't know if that it's makes possible. any sense. I think that's like a real little optimistic. Yeah, a little optimistic. <laughs> right. But I think the takeaway is. Yeah, I'm just thinking of a woman I did going, oh, I should chill. <laughs> never literally never but i do think the idea of a reveal look for this person who's already being like oh god were you hauling i gotta slow down right. it's already too late but right. if you're not if you're listening to this Ashley's advice is you're fucked no <laughs> try again my, thank you for playing my advice Put on that is seatbelt in the u-haul my advice is <laughs> drive that u-haul off a fucking cliff <laughs> my advice is that if you are doing this reveal a little bit earlier. Oh yeah. If you reveal, you know, that's the thing is like, the reveal works better if you like someone. You know, like if you're like, hey, I just wanna like, cause it's a, you know, it's a more positive conversation. Hey, I'm enjoying our time together. I'm actually gonna delete the apps and concentrate on this. Yeah. And that's not, 
I'm not looking to get married. That's not pressuring it. That's just where I am. I, you know, that's been the center of like my breakups recently as, is like, Hey, you know, they, you know, they propose, let's do this thing. And then I have to go, okay, they are at that thing. I have to go, fuck. Yeah. I'm not at that thing. Yeah. Hey, I'm really sorry to let you know this. I, if I go do that thing again, head tickles, you know, like if I go do that thing, that is me. I wouldn't feel comfortable. Yeah. Leading you on. Right. And then they, the response always is, I hope you don't think I'm pressuring you. And it's like, no, 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 no. I'm pressuring myself. Like I, 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 I was forced to look at this and with, you know, look at this realistically. And I, I, I wish I could. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. And that's hard. It's, it's, uh, it's, it, it fucks with me. That is like my, the hardest thing for me. That's why I always write when I, I mean, maybe I'm too direct, but that's why when I get into it, I just like let, I'm just like, hey, like, I am not looking for a girlfriend and I just want to make sure you're 100% okay with that. Mm. Like, first date. And I, and I'll, it, it, at the time when I was out of my last breakup and dating again, it was, hey, I'm not looking for a girlfriend because my breakup's too fresh. I don't know where I'm going to be in three months. But right mm. now, that's where I'm at. Mm. If 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 this was a person I like, but you kind of, I feel like you kind of know pretty fucking fast. You know sooner than you want to admit. Yeah, mm. I think like in most scenarios where you're like, damn it, that's why I like, you know, the person who's like, how do I reach out? It's like sometimes you're like, how do I reach out to like someone I've known for a long time? And then you're like, mm. you better know the consequences of that. You're making, you have started the car. You know, like, <laughs> and you got to maybe turn it off and then you'll get blamed for why'd you even start the car in the first place? Mm. You know, so that all works into it, but it's hard. Well, it feels like we are sad. So what's, <laughs> <laughs> what's stopped there? I've had there? a blast. Yeah, this, this is, is a great a, episode. This is a really fun. I like deviating from the, from the format every now and then. Yeah. Uh, did I have to ask you if you had gay sex this week though? Been a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I did. You did? And you did? you did not? I did not. Great. Still, gay virgin. Still gay virgin. Gay virgin. Yeah, it's different when you say it. I think. Right. It does sound bad for me. <laughs> I love it. I embrace it. <laughs> um, That's the motivation I need to sleep with a woman. Call me a gay virgin one more time, and I'll I'll get pussy tonight. Listen, bro. you gay virgin, get out there and start fucking a woman. <laughs> I do. That's I fucking awesome. I am really looking forward to when you're. When you're on the app, I gotta say I'm itching for this narrative to unfold. Unfield? On, on yeah, anyway, I will report back on that the is pod. Really... I just I want you to I want you to have sex with a woman. I think you're, <laughs> I think you're gonna find the experience you're looking for because I mm. I was searching. I was like, I think I'm at the wrong party. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I, was, <laughs> I think I've walked into the wrong house here. <laughs> Where am I? You know when you open what you think is your Uber? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's, and you open it up and you're like, Shibari. Okay, right. I, this is not he, nice Jared play. opened an Uber and there was a lesbian in BDSM rope ties in the back. He was like, this, this is going to a different location. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, cool. Well, let's do plugs. What are you working on? Where can people find you? How can they see you on tour? Ooh. Um, Any of, anything. Instagram at Jared Free. That's kind of like where I put everything. Um, I'm doing live uh, podcasts but they're like date 
I if, even if you don't listen to my podcast, they're fun. It's we get right because it's makeovers. different than the actual podcast. You do you gamify it and you do some really fun audience pull ups and like totally. Maybe maybe you're not into the straight dating podcast, but the live show would be more of a bachelor experience kind of thing. I think if you listen to this podcast, you would love it. I was lucky enough to do your podcast years ago when we All were right. in Charlotte. Yeah. It's so fucking fun. Everyone should like go check it out. Like you would love it if you're a fan of the show. Well, we're both on it, so go check out our yeah. episodes right. first. Go check out J Train and it's. If you go to YouTube, the U Up Podcast YouTube page, our Chicago live show is there. So you can see like what it's like. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Chicago, Philadelphia, Boston, New York, DC. And then I'm going doing stand up Kansas City, Nashville, Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky, and back to Charlotte. First oh, time yeah. since I was there with you Damn. years ago. So yeah, jaredfree.com for all that. Awesome. Stuff. We'll make Thank sure you. something lines up. We'll go Whatever. over the order. Thank you so much for having me. This um, is great. Get the text alert, subscribe, turn on notifications. You guys are killing me. You're killing me. And you, go. <laughs> I have uh, started a email list and a text list. You did I'm it. learning. Um, so uh, my Instagram, Maddie T. Wiener, all that's in my bio. My essays are in my bio. Stand-ups on there. And I have an email list and a text list. And I'm going to be trying to go on the road and working up to building an hour. So sign up for that so I can go on tour. Thanks for listening, guys. Patreon.com slash WHGS to uh, support uh, this podcast. You can donate as little as a dollar. And it also um, will be supporting my show that I'm working on over the summer. And you can watch that live streamed on my Sunday school live stream. Uh, and then go sign up for the text alert to get a text when I tour your city. AshleyGavin.com. And for the gay thought today, coming in hot with the gay thought, we have... My executive assistant, Sydney. Sydney, do you have a gay thought today that you'd like to share? Um, I think that Pride was really beautiful this year, personally. Um, it was my first Pride out as a lesbian and not a bisexual person. So that was pretty exciting. How did that make you feel in practice at Pride? More myself. And it was fun to go to the lesbian bar, even though that's what I did every time anyways. I always go to the lesbian bar. Well, there's no bisexual bars, which is kind of sad in a way. That is a great, that's actually a really fun gay thought. We should open a, bis we should open a bisexual bar. I would be at the bisexual bar. I'm ordering all the drinks at the bisexual bar and I don't even drink. Yeah, we should open one. This is, there's a big market for this. Everyone would, everyone would come to our bar. I actually think a bisexual bar would be a better marketed experience, like, because les the lesbian community, I'm a lesbian, like, I, you know, I've gone to lesbian bars, they're fun, but it is kind of strange that they're called lesbian bars. We're getting into that territory where the words are, it's like a little messy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think it's actually more of a queer bar probably, but I went to Ginger's, which is like a historic lesbian bar. The dykes at Ginger's are dyking. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> well, okay, I think this is a really kind of a fun idea Pop-up lesbian bar, or sorry, pop-up bisexual bar night. Yeah, and you know what we could sell at the at our pop-up bar are my magnetic long nails, my business idea that we've never talked about on the podcast. Well, you've heard it here first. Um, Sydney's starting a Patreon, patreon.com slash magnetic long nails. Magnetic what? Okay, let me just tell, this is the cliff notes of my business idea, is that people who can't have long nails because of, things they want to do in the bedroom, but maybe they want them aesthetically during the day um, or at times around having sex. So 
you paint your nails, your short nails with- Wait, a ske- you know how girls will like sexy take off their earrings before yes. they sleep with you? Yes. Sexy taking off their nails. Exactly. You paint your nails, your short nails with magnetic nail polish, any color you want. And then you get like the nail kit, like you get other long nails and those are also whatever color you want and you magnetic them to your nail polish and then they just come off if you want them to come off, but not if you don't. If you don't want them to come off, they'll stay on. (laughs) (laughs) Melt in your mouth, not in your hand, but the cling to your hand, not to your pussy. Is there such a thing as magnetic nail polish? Um, I'm gonna invent it. It's gonna be invented by me. And I cannot wait till 3M gets involved and we see your chemistry skills at work. Thank you, Sydney, coming in hot with the gay thought. Have a good week.